My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Hey guys, so this week's episode, we have Larissa Perrick, and yes, the name, (laughs) Larissa is my younger sister. She's two years younger than I am, and she actually started her public speaking coach journey two years after I started my coaching journey as a mindset coach. Um, She's been public speaking since 2017 in her job as a recruitment officer for a university here in Ontario, Canada. Um, and this was a really great episode. It was the night before my 28th birthday. So March 20th, and actually it's the 21st today. So today's my birthday as I'm recording this intro and we were just hanging out, chilling during like all this COVID-19 drama llama. So we're trying to social isolate together. And I was like, do you want to record an episode with me? And she said, yeah. So this was really fun. We definitely recorded one and realized most of it didn't record. So we had to re-record it. So if you hear us talking about, well, you said this before or whatever throughout the episode, that's what that is. But I'm really excited to get you guys um, hearing about Larissa's journey as a coach, her bouts with imposter syndrome. Chester's really excited too. That's why he's rooting around and all my stuff in the office here. But um, I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode and let me know your feedback. Let me know if you liked it. And it's going to be really funny because when we get together, it's just like chaos and we usually crack a lot of jokes and say a lot of dumb shit. So I'm sure you guys are going to love it. Here you go. Do you want to it? Do I want a what while we're at it? A cookie. Well, oh, I think we're good definitely gonna leave this in the episode though <laughs> hello, Wait, hello everybody hello everybody <laughs> welcome back Wait, can you start over i just called myself a fat ass no we're gonna leave that oh, in that my friends is what self-talk shouldn't sound like <laughs> <laughs> glad i can be here today to set the example so glad okay guys Wait, where's my water bottle oh my god it's Seriously. right there where it's oh. right there <laughs> okay my guys were in hello the this is my podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empower podcast with me, your host, Jillian Perrick. I am here today with Larissa Perrick, and I know no, you're, no, you're thinking. Nope, you're thinking. Same last name. No relation. We don't know each other. Okay, <laughs> first is, of all. There is no relation. No, that's not what we discussed. You're supposed to say two-time Grammy nominee, <laughs> better looking sister of the two. Oh, right. I didn't one, know that you had a Grammy. Only. Sorry. <laughs> um, Larissa is a public speaking coach and she owns her own business called Soapbox Moments, Hell which yeah, was I do. coined by our mother. Is it that was. correct? Um, the term soapbox was I put the moment at the end, which really so put it basically together. Basically, you did nothing. <laughs> 
basically I'm the creative in this process. Um, Larissa, thank you so much for doing this episode. So actually, it's really funny because we're literally on my couch. It's the night before my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow. I'm turning 28. That's what night before means. Yes. The night before my birthday. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And Larissa is sleeping over and we're just hanging out. And I was editing another person's podcast and I was like, this episode's really shitty. Do you want to be on my podcast? (laughs) And she was like, okay. So uh, we're going to, we have a lot of ice cream. We're going to watch a movie on Disney Plus. Tell them what it is. Cheaper by the dozen, yeah. classic Hillary Duff in her prime. I don't know. Steve I feel like she's in her prime and she's at always that in time. her prime. So that's actually so accurate. <laughs> she's literally always in her prime. I have never not liked Hillary Duff. I know she's great. Yeah, she's amazing. So, anyways, Larissa, thanks so much for being on the pod. You know what? We're so we. <laughs> we are so welcome. We, me, and my, <laughs> me and my team are really grateful to be here today. Yeah, thank you so much for your team, aka, um, what are these called? Okay, let's start. <laughs> Dark chocolate chunk cookie. Okay, lovely the cookie. Thank you it. so much uh, for being here. Thanks for also leaving me a cookie, considering you ate two sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Very exposed. <laughs> we are going to talk about business eventually. But um, yeah, I don't really have a plan for this podcast. But it's first of great. all, let's let's hear a little bit about you. Okay. Um, who was your inspiration growing up? Your sister. Not true. And <laughs> Britney Spears. Um, but yeah, so tell us about how you started your business and why you started Soapbox moment. Wow, you really put me on the spot here. Sorry. Um, what an interview is, but okay. Well, I think you would remember when we were in Alberta. Where are you going? Getting water. Oh. When we were in Alberta, and I was like, yeah, I'd really love to start my own business and do something similar to what you're doing in terms of having like a passion project, especially like especially because when I ended university. I started working and I didn't have anything to do. Like I wasn't really mm-hmm. part of a community anymore, which was really hard for me. And then I was just going to work and coming home and watching Netflix for eight hours of the night. So like I wanted to have a passion project and we were in Alberta mm-hmm. and we were in Golden. No, no, BC. Sorry. We were in Golden. Which is BC. Yes. Mm. And we were sitting there and I think it was you and you were like, you should be a public speaking coach. And I was like, yeah, that I would be really cool. That. That's funny. Yeah, and we were sitting. It was like me, you, and mom, and then dad was. You guys were sitting under the blanket. You and dad. Oh yeah. And we were sitting there, and I oh, was yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I think it would be really cool to like start my own business, but I just don't have like anything that I feel like I'm good at. And you, and mom, were like, you literally public speak all the mm-hmm, time because mm-hmm. my job isn't. If all of you viewers on here, uh, I work with the university. I'm a recruitment officer. So my job is literally to travel around Ontario and give presentations and public speak all the time. Yeah. Um, that's actually like how it got started. And then that whole summer, I basically was like putting stuff together, thinking of things, mm-hmm. um, you chirping me for think overthinking everything. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and you were like, just fucking start it. Just fucking start. And then start. I launched my Instagram page the end of August of 2019. Mm-hmm. And... Just to lead into that, what what were the kind of <clears throat> the kind of thoughts you were having around just starting? Because I know as my specialty is in like imposter syndrome. What and it I is? Know, I know. This, I had no idea. This podcast is called From Imposter to Empower. Shut up. Did you know that? No. Okay. Wow. All right. 
You can get the fuck out. <laughs> um, so basically, I want to kind of dive into what kind of thoughts you were having oh. as to why you couldn't get started, why you felt like you needed all these things. Because one of the things that I like routinely see come up with people is they feel like they need to like have a website and do a bunch of things before they can actually just take the action and get started. Mm -hmm. So what was your thought process behind that until you just fucking did it? Well, well, Jillian, um, for me, I have zero knowledge or had past tense, zero knowledge in business. I went to school for human rights and sociology. So like I had no idea in terms of what the, I guess like background work and the homework and the research to literally start your own business. Mm -hmm. So I feel like anything that I did wasn't the right thing Mm -hmm. because I never took business. I never took anything that was related to it. So for me, it was like, I would think of something and even though I was like, wow, this could be a really great idea. I was always like, well, fuck, is it actually what I'm supposed to be doing? Because I had no idea. I think that, like, leads into a little bit of a lot of, like, I should be doing this, like, shoulding all over ourselves in terms of thinking, like, it should be a certain way. Hmm. And that can really get in the way of, like, taking action on ideas because you think it should be a certain way, you should be doing things a certain way. I think, I'm putting you off, I think, I think should, (laughs) classic. (laughs) Um, I think should is the second part. The first Mm. part is being so uncertain Mm. and then doing the research and seeing how other people, let's say, for example, I wanted to start on Instagram. I was looking at all these other business coaches and that's where the should came in. Yeah. I should be doing it like this. I should be like almost like imitating the way that other people are doing it because it works for them. Yeah. Uh, But that first, like, I think that's the shooting all over myself (laughs) Um, is definitely the second part. But the first part is like going into the battlefield, like totally completely blind. Yeah, definitely. So you feel like when you started your business, you had a lot of that, like inner imposter things come up in terms of like, can I do this? Should I be doing this? Yes. Was that coming up at all? Like, that, that's what it was. Yeah. Like, okay. the whole time. But, yeah, like, you yeah. never, you're never like, oh, my God, I suffer from imposter syndrome. Like, you're never, right. like, thinking that. But right. it's just, like, I overthink all the time because I want it to be perfect. I want right. it to be good. And I want it to, like, illustrate, like, all, like, I want it to be me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put something half-assed out there because it's not me. Mm-hmm. And I think I felt like if I wasn't, do, like, working on it 100% of the time, putting mm-hmm. all my effort into it, like... It needed to be 100% perfect. I needed to be 100% confident in it. And if it wasn't, I was like, well, I can't put it out there because it's not going to be authentic. It's not going to be me. Mm. So, like, when it comes to perfectionism, that is definitely, like, a component of feeling like an imposter because you are you think it's not good enough unless it's perfect. So it can really be hard for people to put things out there because they're like, if it's not perfect, then it's not good enough and I don't even want to try and the idea of perfect is what's the problem because I'm just like, I'm always like, yeah, I want it to be perfect, but then I don't actually have a definition of what perfect is. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm actually never mm-hmm. satisfied. Like I'm never, even stuff that I put out now, like I'm, like, yes, I'm still putting it out there, but I'm still like, oh, I, c- I could have done this like mm-hmm. like a little bit later or I, you know, I could have uh, thought about this more creatively or I could have mm-hmm. worded something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I think the idea of perfect is the most frustrating thing because we want to do our best, but it's we don't know what our best is all the time. 
I think with that too, Sweating. I don't think that like always goes away. Like, but the thing is, is you're doing what you can with the information you have at the time. Like, if you were to look at my Instagram a year ago, you would look at it and be like, wow, like this is so much shittier than the content you're putting out now. But like, it's because I was doing what I could on Instagram at the time. Like, I didn't have a social media manager i didn't have experience with a ton of clients so i know how to like write to my um ideal client so when it came to um really like learning how to do things it just comes with time and i think people compare themselves a lot and look at what everybody else is doing and see that and be like well i have to be just as good even though that person could have like 10 years of experience or Mm -hmm. something but um, I, I think that's just what happens right now in the online space. It needs to be, like, just as good or it's not good enough. And I think, like, that's how I approach public speaking, too, where a lot of people, they are just like, oh, like, I don't want to do it because I'm scared of this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get that. Definitely been there. But you can't actually get better until you do it. Yeah. Until you try it. And it's the same thing. Like, like yeah, like, am I, like when I first started my Instagram or I first started my business – I was very much like I don't want to come across as this I don't even know like I I want to I want people to know that I actually do know my stuff mm-hmm. and if I don't put it out there in a certain way people won't take me seriously they will think that I don't know my stuff or whatever mm-hmm. um hello imposter syndrome hello, <laughs> hello welcome to this conversation <laughs> oh I actually want to talk a little bit about now like public speaking and imposter syndrome or like what's <clears> something <throat> that you commonly see when it comes to like people who are afraid to public speak. Yeah, um, I think the people's biggest fear when it comes to public speaking, there's a lot, but the most popular and common one that I hear is what other people are thinking about them. Mm. Anytime somebody steps on stage, raises their voice, speaks up in a conversation, raises their hand in class, people who fear that fear what people are potentially criticizing about them mm-hmm. um, and, and I think I see a lot of people who don't want to speak up and who don't want to public speak because they genuinely don't want to think about the potential consequences and the potential criticism from other people mm-hmm. you were saying that like so for all of you guys, like, we had a whole thing recorded, and then we realized that it wasn't recording, so that's why I'm saying So this is super fun. (laughs) So this is our second round of doing this, but um, you were saying before that, like, people will will be afraid to public speak because of that criticism that they'll probably never actually hear from somebody. Right. They're just acting on that fear because they're afraid that somebody is going to be like, wow, that was really brutal, but but like you're actually nobody knows yeah you yeah. never you never after you public speak or after you have a conversation or whatever you don't go up to somebody and you say like hey like was i really shitty mm-hmm. like were you mm-hmm. thinking shitty thoughts For of sure. me mm-hmm. no no one literally thinks that or says that at all and i think we are we are our own biggest critics as lame as that is as much as you hear it it's so true where like the things that you think about yourself somebody isn't sitting there being like huh, 
Yeah, she does scrunch her face when she talks. Yeah. Or she does hiccup over her words. Or mm-hmm. people aren't thinking that the way that you are. So true. Like, your your internal representation of yourself, like, you think it's reflected in everybody else around you, but it's really just your internal dialogue and the way that you receive yourself. That's why it's so important to work on that confidence and work on that worthiness because that energy is going to really show when you're around other people obvious to people if you feel insecure it's obvious to people if you're not confident in yourself Mm -hmm. um and something that we were saying on the last recording that (laughs) didn't record was that with our brains like those people who are so afraid of that criticism of that rejection it's because your human brain is literally wired to estimate risk and to estimate danger like so, fl- uh flight or fright flight ugh. fight or flight <laughs> fight or flight so in that regard you're thinking like okay um somebody is going to be thinking negatively about me and that's because you're trying to um defend yourself from whatever is coming your way but you're not afraid of what people think about you you're afraid of how you'll feel when you know what they think yeah so even though you're going to be on stage and you'll probably never know what lucy thinks in the back row fucking lucy fucking lucy but like you're afraid that if she were to say something to you like i think you sounded really stupid because you think you sounded really stupid that would really hurt your feelings and you're afraid of feeling negatively about yourself because sometimes when people think negatively about themselves it sends them down a spiral maybe they overeat maybe they aren't nice to themselves and it causes a lot of problems for them like in their life so it's not necessarily the fear of other people's opinions it's the fear of yourself and how you'll feel when you know what they think yeah and I think like when I was when I first started public speaking I started professionally uh, public speaking in 2017 and I think when I first started I would go into every single presentation I would go into every single room and being like holy fuck I'm gonna blow this like I'm not going to do well at all this is going to suck I don't want to do it and then I'd come out of it, and I'd be like, oh, that was fine. Mm-hmm. I did okay. Like, I did pretty well. Mm-hmm. But it was almost like I couldn't – I didn't want to go into a situation being like, wow, I'm going to kill this. Like, I'm so ready. I'm so confident in my work. I'm so confident in my voice because I was afraid of if I did screw up, how that would affect me and how that would make me feel about being a public speaker or mm-hmm. you know did people really think I was shitty did people think I was as shitty as I thought I was mm-hmm. you know and like that comes back to the idea of creating meaning out of all of our experiences like even if you had so like let's say you went into something and you were like okay like I'm gonna fucking kill this and then you maybe like screwed up a couple things you didn't feel great about it you could have turned that into a meaning of maybe I'm not supposed to be a speaker maybe I can't lead people and that's where things go wrong because you're creating meaning out of an experience that's just information like it's not ever a failure it's just feedback so instead of I feel like sometimes people really interpret stuff like failure in quotation marks as like it means something about them that they're not good enough or they shouldn't do something but it like in reality everything that happens to us is just feedback 
it doesn't have to be like an actual meaning about anything it can just be information that you choose to act on or you choose to not act on the idea of failure is so different from our own perspective versus other people's perspectives of mm-hmm. us like i don't know how many times i have public i have been speaking to a crowd i've been speaking to a group of people and i've walked away and been like shit like i i didn't do well like i, I knew i was a little bit nervous the, the video didn't play so i had to you know rephrase what the what the video was talking about and i was a little bit like just not feeling great about how it went and i had people come up to me and being like that was amazing thank you so much for that presentation i had my boss come up to me being like you kill it every time like thank you so much see you next week for the next one like and i think our idea of what we do well and what we don't do well in is totally like it's our the only because we're so critical of ourselves for sure and I think it's so difficult to step away from our own self-criticism to under, like to see ourselves and understand ourselves in somebody else's perspective and other people's point mm-hmm. of view. And we never will be able to do that, I think. I don't, I don't think we can do that. I don't think we'll ever be able to be objective to our own ideals, but that's why it's so important to like have like a guide or an objective worldview or like a coach because they're able to see it from your perspective but also offer you that objective perspective as well mm-hmm. so like for you as a public speaking coach like how do you offer that objective that objectivity how do you offer that objectivity to your clients like how how do you um, help them through becoming a more confident speaker um yeah, I'd love to enroll you in my one-on-one coaching program. <laughs> She's not gonna. You're give a perfect us candidate. The tea. She's not gonna give us the. Tea I'm kidding. Either. I think like one of. It's funny because I think one of the, the first things that I tell people when, especially the people who come to me and they're like, you know, I'm really worried about what other people think of me. I'm really worried that um, other people won't understand my personality or they won't see my personality shine through whatever whatever the heck they're saying the first thing i actually tell them is that they're not that important and i think it's hilarious because they're like why am i paying you <laughs> and it's true You're though not like that special thing <laughs> but it's like we're not that important we are not like we are not that important in the sense that somebody is going to be so critical and think about you so much all the time about how much you screwed up what you look like nobody nobody's gonna think that way only you are um so true and i think how i offer that is shifting really what public speaking is Mm -hmm. i don't know if you got this on the other recording but people think of public speaking so formally they think of it as a microphone and a stage and it's not it really isn't. It's it's the conversations we engage in every single day. It's it's raising our hand when we're in class. It's having the confidence to talk about your services and sell your services mm-hmm. and be confident in that. It's it's anything that allows you to open your mouth and say something. Um, and I think we forget that. Yeah. And we approach it so differently. But when it comes to public speaking, when it comes to speaking up and talking to people, you have to remember that you're not talking to a room full of people. You're having a conversation and you have something to say. Yeah. 
public speaking really is just you having a conversation with your audience. You having a conversation with the person who's listening. And even if it's one person, five people, 50 people, 500 people, you're still opening your mouth, saying what's on your mind, speaking your truth and telling your story in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget the essence of what public speaking is and we, we label it so scary. Yeah, that's very true. Like, we think of it as, a, like, a goddamn spotlight all the time, but it's really, like, you and I talking right now. Like, we are practicing our speaking skills every single day. We are we are genuinely engaging in public speaking all sure. the time. And I think redefining and reframing what public speaking is is the best thing to do to make you feel confident in raising your voice and using it. I wonder about, like, in schools how they can better prepare children for something like that because I know like my first experiences with public speaking were those speeches we had to do in public school yeah and like those were so nerve-wracking and then after that it's like you go in front of your peers in like high school and you have to do like presentations and they are so formal and, and they are so scary that like some people like develop an aversion to it in terms of like thinking that it's such a professional thing well that okay so think back to when you're in public school they they want you to write your speech remember they wanted us to write our speech memorize the speech and then repeat it and then repeat it that is not like the way that you write is not the way that you speak so true Mm -hmm. right and it, it is completely different so it's very unnatural to stand up and read a script yeah. that yes it is your words but it's it's written and it's it's not the same way that you would actually speak and that's how we've been programmed to think about public speaking we think of it so formally mm-hmm. but it's not and that's that's the problem we think of it as memorizing a speech all the time and it isn't it's sharing your message and spreading what you're passionate about and and literally just <laughs> opening your fucking mouth and yeah. and speaking your truth And you were also saying on the last recording that, like, you can't get better at it until you, like, continuously practice it. And, like, even if you think that, like, you're not practicing because you're not on a stage, like, you're doing it all the time. If you're on your Instagram stories talking and, like, you're having a hard time, like, staying within those, like, 15 seconds or whatever or you feel like you're doing, Mm -hmm. like, so many slides because you have so much to say, like... There are so many different opportunities to practice your public speaking, mm-hmm. doing stuff like this, like doing like episodes on a podcast or doing an IGTV or an IG live. So like, especially with coronavirus, we have the fact that we can't get into rooms with people, but like you're still public ske- speaking by showing up on live, talking on stories. You're still doing that every day and the more you use your voice the more you hone your message like it can you can get it across in a better and more efficient way yeah i think i was also talking about this on the last recording how the episode that i decided to not do (laughs) because we still love you (laughs) we still love you i'm never gonna release your name but like the episode i decided to not release and wanted to record this with larissa instead was because that interview was just so rigid. I had set questions that I wasn't even listening to the other person. I was just Mm -hmm. on to the next question. I was so nervous. So it was very like, it just wasn't a great episode. And um, I feel like that was in September. So 
now I feel like I've really like honed my message and really like know that I'm just speaking to that one person who needs to hear Mm -hmm. what I have to say and I don't need a script I don't need like to have a rigid set of expectations or rules that I need to follow I just need to say whatever comes to mind because my ideal client is gonna hear it and they're gonna like just really receive what I have to say yeah and I think that's literally the essence of public speaking is just communicating with somebody who's willing to listen Mm -hmm. and everybody's listening right like we have seven billion people in this world but every single individual is valuable to society Mm -hmm. and every single story of seven billion people every single story matters and Mm -hmm. makes up okay so we have the quote that's the quote okay you have to you have to re-say it because it's recording now okay go there can be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you but one does that was very creepy and weird i don't know why i said it like that um (laughs) but that's the quote that i thought of and it's because like there could be a hundred people in the room and one person just has to receive your message just like on social media Mm -hmm. you could be speaking to your thousands and thousands of instagram followers which i definitely for sure have (laughs) right and you're speaking to them and one person could hear your message and be like i need to work with this person and i think that's just like the essence of everything we do as service providers is like you're not ever gonna work with everybody in the world but but like what you do and your energy and who you are is gonna like resonate with somebody your story is gonna resonate with somebody and that's why it's important to use your voice to use your voice and 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 share your story whatever whatever it is and however it sounds and owning your flaws and owning your voice and owning your story even the parts that you don't necessarily love and enjoy that's all part of the process yeah and like i think when you do that you give other people permission to love and acknowledge the parts of themselves that they don't necessarily love he's eating your hair chester's eating my hair he's like is it breakfast time yet he's like you guys have recorded this five times (laughs) (laughs) anyways larissa we're gonna end this how we ended it the last time the fast five no, no fast five. Why? That's what ruined us last time. We were like, fast five? I looked at it, not recording. <laughs> um, Saved us more time. Your inner imposter, what was her name again? Ugh, I don't have a name. I don't know. She sucks. It's very helpful, and everybody loves exercise. You better participate. Can I name it Jillian? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a beautiful name. What is What is it? Um, oh, it's Cecile. Oh, it was Cecile. It was Cecile. Cecile. So, Cecile is your... My alter ego. My drunk alter ego. Your no, inner imposter's name. <laughs> and what is your higher self's name? So, some people do, like, Sasha Fierce. I have Rachel because that's my middle name. I feel like I've never thought about naming my higher self because I am my higher self. Wow, so inspirational. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> this is from imposter to empower. I'm fucking empowered. We're on the journey, I'm but empowered. we're not quite there yet. I'm there. I'm Anyways, set. Larissa, thank you so much for being on the pod. Now we're going to watch Cheaper by the Dozen with Hillary Duff because 
is there ever not a good time for Hillary Duff? There's never. Tell us where we can find you on Instagram and your website. Mm-hmm. Sure can, Jillian. Um, so you can find me at Soapbox Moments on Instagram. And if you want to know what Soapbox Moments means, check out the highlight on my Soapbox page. And then my website is www.soapbox-moments.com. Come. Thank you so much again for being on the pod. So welcome. Love and, being on the pod. Um, yeah, this has been really great. Great. And I'm gonna pour a glass of wine. Okay, great. Um, it's my birthday in half an hour. Oh my god, so, it's already eleven thirty. Yeah. So again, thank you so much for being on. If you guys are interested in one-to-one packages or group coaching with Larissa or workshops or workshops or any of the like if you are in the Toronto area or you want to grab a coffee or I drink tea but or you want to grab a tea with Larissa I like to talk a lot she loves to talk love talking as you can tell it's been like half an hour so um (laughs) you can definitely reach out to her on Instagram or go to her website so thank you guys talk to you later Bye. bye Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach, Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach, Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach, Jill for tons of free content strategies and inspo. See you next time.